We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. If you want a good deal on a really good beard hedger, go visit manscaped.com. Use the promo code Mavs step back and you will get 20% off plus free shipping on the new manscaped beard hedger. Be sure to go do that. Uh, please leave us uh, some likes and subscribe on YouTube and anywhere else that you listen to your podcast. If you leave us a review on Apple podcasts and Spotify, it automatically enters you for a chance to win future giveaways. Uh, guys, before we, get into Kyrie Irving's Instagram live uh, deal the other day. I just want to briefly, well, that and some, some Mav trade stuff, but uh, I just want to talk about how the Denver Nuggets just haven't seemed to get the respect they deserve this year. I feel like they are, you know, by far the best team in the league this year and they you know they proved that through the regular season had a couple hiccups here and there but i feel like this is the most disrespected nba finals participant since the mavs in 2011 because the mavs you know they had the the former mvp dirk who many people thought he shouldn't have won the mvp the year he did despite the mavs being 65 and 17 that year or I'm sorry, 60, 67 and 15. Um, you know, so uh, it's kind of crazy that, you know, history repeats itself a little bit because a lot of people don't think Nikola Jokic should have won uh, the MVP over uh, Joel Embiid last year, uh, even though it happened this year. So, you know, you had that going on. You have the uh, the doubts about Jamal Murray and the rest of the roster and, uh, you know, everybody picked the Nuggets to win in the first round, but, you know, in the second round, a lot of people picked Phoenix in the conference finals. A lot of people picked the Lakers. And 
Sure enough, I mean the the Nuggets they just they took care of business. They beat the Suns in six. Could have probably done it sooner uh, if it wasn't for a couple of off shooting nights for uh, for Murray, and then uh, completely swept the Lakers in the conference finals. So shout out to the Denver Nuggets. Shout out to uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. who has accepted his role as an elite. Um, role player and not like a, a star type deal. He has accepted that and it has been a great benefit for the Nuggets. And then you also got Aaron Gordon and, you know, that roster is just, it's deep, it's it's talented, it's, it's ready for the moment. So uh, they were my pick going in to the, these playoffs. Uh, I have a running bet with one of uh, – <laughs> Uh, my day job, one of our adver- TV advertisers, uh, have a running bet with with him and my brother. I picked the Nuggets to win it all. Uh, my little brother picked the Lakers, so he's out. Uh, won that one head to head, and then the guy, the other guy I'm betting with, uh, he picked the Celtics, so he is hanging on by a thread. Uh, the Miami Heat went up 3-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston did get one in game four to make it 3-1. And then uh, tonight, Thursday night, we have that that game uh, game five in Boston. We'll see if they can force a game six uh, going to Miami. I hope not because then, uh, then I win the bet by default before we even get to the finals. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, shout out to the Nuggets. They've been great. Uh, they, are, they are a model of how, you know, you should build – an NBA team in this day and age because a lot of it's homegrown, uh, but they've they've tweaked around the homegrown moves perfectly. And, you know, you got to give them credit. They've been patient, and that patience has, has paid off. So, you know, it's something you'd like to see the Mavs do going forward. You have to wonder if the Mavs are past that point of being able to be as patient as what the Nuggets have been. But, you know, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see because the Mavs, they have too many holes in their roster that they can fill in one offseason. It's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, I'm – y'all know me. I'm irrationally optimistic about this stuff a lot of times. But I'm realistic this offseason in knowing that it can't all be fixed in one summer. So the goal should be – to either retain Kyrie Irving or if if Kyrie is just dead set on leaving for whatever reason, make sure you get something back that's not a negative asset. Uh, you know, with all the with all the Lakers buzz going on, you know, seems like every Lakers media person or uh, fans or whoever mentions Mavs and Lakers trades has D'Angelo Russell involved in it uh, thinking oh well you know they need a point guard back and I'm just thinking I'm just like no I mean I'd rather I'd rather just have nothing than to have D'Angelo Russell on a bloated contract so if that's the case you know the Lakers can just kick rocks as far as I'm concerned Uh, and I'm you know there's probably ways they could still uh, sign Kyrie by clearing up some some space and uh, Kyrie taking a pretty steep discount from what he's actually wanting in a contract. But, you know, 
I just think if D'Angelo Russell is the main piece you have coming back in a sign and trade, the Mavs would just rather, you know, let Kyrie walk and try to do something with their with their cap space they can create. Which, you know, isn't – I don't think they – I mean, they could probably find ways to creating a max cap slot, but as it sits, you know, they're probably – I think the figure I saw was like around twenty million or so that they can they can free up based on who their other unrestricted free agents are. So, uh, and Reggie Bullock, uh, up until around draft time, his contract for this upcoming season is non guaranteed. So, uh, unless the Mavs guarantee it by then, you know you could have his ten million dollars off the books as well. So, but look. I've said it before. I think Kyrie Irving likes the way uh, things have gone in Dallas off the court. Obviously, you you'd hope to win more uh, than what they did at the end of last season. But the individual numbers and the numbers with the pair themselves, with Luca and Kyrie, were off the charts. You know, they just have to have the right pieces around them. And then off the court, I think Kyrie feels comfortable with you know, Mark Cuban and Jason Kidd and Nico Harrison and uh, the media, you know, I think he feels like he's been covered more fairly with the Dallas media compared to when he was in Brooklyn and when he was in Boston. And, you know, obviously there were other circumstances around why he was covered the way he was in those two previous stops. But, you know, it it was still – it was still probably over the top a little bit. You know, it's like it's like you can't even go to a press conference without that being brought up every single time uh, and and without having to answer any bas- actual basketball questions. So I understand his, his frustration in that regard. But he, ha- he has come out and said that he brought a lot of that on himself too. So, you know, it's just one of those situations. But I think he's enjoyed it in Dallas. I think that both sides are motivated – to get a, a deal done. But, and I do say but, if if it doesn't happen, if Kyrie is dead set on wanting to go to the Lakers for whatever reason, which obviously he's real close with LeBron, and LeBron has made out like he wants to play with, with Irving again. If that happens, my guy CBA Mavs on Twitter, he said, uh, he tweeted this out and I loved it. Love the idea as a fallback option if Kyrie is just dead set on the Lakers. But he tweeted out, I found a Kyrie to L.A. sign and trade that would work without D'Lo. That's the key. We do not want D'Angelo Russell. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) And he said it it is uh, Malik Beasley plus Mo Bamba plus plus Jared Vanderbilt on their current contracts with Rui Hachimura signed and traded starting at the minimum of $11.5 million and said that he would obviously get more than that per year. Uh, And then he said, add in whoever the Lakers draft at number 17. Would you do it? Uh, As a last case scenario, yes, I would do it. Uh, Well, really, as a a last case scenario, I'd I'd just tell the Lakers to kick rocks and try to figure it out themselves. If they wouldn't do this one that is presented by my guy, uh, CBA Mavs on Twitter. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's essentially what, in my opinion, 
you know, if I was in, in charge and for obvious reasons, I'm not, but if I was in charge of the Mavs and, you know, they were, the Lakers are trying to twist my arm and uh, get your, your superstar that you just added next to Luca uh, while giving up two starters and a future first round pick unprotected. I'm saying, no, I'm not helping you, you know, create space and take your uh, least wanted pieces on the roster to, you know, to help you get him. So, you know, you can, you can uh, give the Mavs Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba, Jared Vanderbilt, Hachimura, uh, and the number 17 pick in the draft. And sure, yeah, we'll, we'll try and work it out with you. Uh, that way the Mavs add depth. They add uh, some defense. With Vanderbilt, you have Bamba, who has, you know, shown some flashes, but he really just hasn't put things together uh, since that 2018 draft. And then Hachimura has shown that he can play in the playoffs. You know, he's he was a big piece for the Lakers getting to the Western Conference Finals. So, uh, And then you add some draft capital, too. So it's like, how bad did the Lakers really want Kyrie? Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm starting to talk myself into it. Uh, if the package coming back is something like that. so, uh, And then you have the flip side of this, where after the Lakers got swept, LeBron made some cryptic comments in his uh, post-game interview where it had people thinking, well, is he going to retire? And then some people said, oh, well, he's just acting like he's considering retirement to force the Lakers to go all in uh, and, you know, add another superstar or something like that. But, I mean, the guy's 38 years old. He has battled through injuries all season. He had a spectacular – he almost had a 40-point triple-double in that elimination game in game four against the Nuggets, uh, that the Nuggets won 113 to 111. And yet he – you know, the team still couldn't get it done. It was like flashbacks of his first stint with Cleveland – uh, where he was just doing everything, or or really that second stint with Cleveland when they were playing the uh, the Warriors that had Kevin Durant, you know LeBron just being off the charts, and it just still wasn't enough for the Cavs to win. So, um, but yeah, I mean everybody's considering the retirement thing, and I'm thinking like, you know, what if he wants out of Los Angeles for for a year or so? And I mean, I get it. I get it. He he loves the city of Los Angeles. He loves living there. He's, his family is there. His son, Bronny, committed to go to USC for his freshman year next year before he eventually goes to the NBA. I get it. But realistically... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. What are the chances that LeBron's actually going to win another championship as a member of the Lakers? Like, if championships are the most important thing for LeBron, then he needs to – and I've I've said this, you know, before the playoffs started and before, uh, you know, even after they made the trade and they were showing some signs of life, it's going to be hard for the Lakers to win another title with this team. And they don't really have that many means – uh, for getting better. They don't have many ways that they can improve their roster enough to get good enough to be a championship-level team, in my opinion. You know, Anthony Davis isn't going to – he's still technically in his prime, but he's not going to be getting any any younger. Uh, he's still going to have that injury history. He's still going to have inconsistencies like you saw uh, in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, they're just – they're not going to be good enough to get you past a team like Denver. And, uh, you know, you, you look at the tea leaves here, and I know I caught some flack on it, uh, some flack from it on Twitter for writing about it. But if LeBron wants to take a step back from being the guy and wants to, because there was a, a report that he wants to transition into being more of the second guy. Uh, and not have the full responsibility. Because, I mean, it's human nature, guys. It's He's 38 years old, and he's still one of the best players. He's probably a top 10 player in the league if he's fully healthy. So, <laughs> yeah, but he's wanting to take that step back, probably to where he can extend his career uh, an extra year or so. Uh, we know he wants to play with Kyrie Irving. We know he loves Luka Doncic. He's he's claimed that Luca's his favorite young player in the league. Why is all this Kyrie to Lakers buzz get all the attention when it's like, wouldn't it make more sense logically for LeBron to force a trade to Dallas? I mean, I understand some people think that sounds crazy and you know LeBron loves LA too much. He'd never leave LA. Why not? Why would you rather play with Kyrie Irving in Los Angeles with a stripped-down roster, you're going to have to strip down the roster that just got you to the Western Conference Finals 
for a 31-year-old point guard with an injury history in Kyrie when you could play with that same superstar player in Dallas with Luka Doncic. Less pressure, you're in a lesser role, but you're still the top scorer all time in NBA history. And when you're healthy, you know, you can make a huge impact on both ends of the court. And you're playing with both of those dudes. I just, in my opinion, that makes more logical sense than the Lakers going all in to get Kyrie Irving to Los Angeles. I don't know. And I mean, I understand I'm sitting here as a, as a Mavs enthusiast, a Mavs uh, media member, slash fan, slash, you know, all that other stuff. I understand that there's bias there. But just putting all that to the side and just looking at it, you know, black and white on a sheet of paper, it's like why why is the, the Kyrie Lakers thing such a big deal and why aren't people talking more about the possibility of LeBron maybe wanting to be traded uh, elsewhere, even if it's not to the Mavs. You know, uh, there's been rumbles about – uh, potentially the Warriors or, you know, the, the Philadelphia 76ers or the Sun, you know, any any championship contender. I just don't see a way. And maybe winning championships isn't, you know, important to LeBron. Maybe LeBron doesn't want to catch Kobe or uh, Michael Jordan uh, in number of championships before he hangs it up. But if he does, I just don't think it's going to happen with the Lakers. I think he's going to have to look elsewhere. And, I think playing alongside uh, Luca and Kyrie in Dallas would be one of his his best shots at it. So uh, we'll just have to we'll have to see how it goes the rest of summer. I, I keep thinking about, and it was a little over a year ago. It was it was last summer, I believe, or before. No, it was before last summer. Uh, when Brian Windhorse, which I get it, he. He says uh, he talks a lot about LeBron for good reason. You know, he that that's his guy. Uh, but, you know, lately he's been all in on the Kyrie to, uh, to L.A. speculation and everything. But I just keep thinking about what he said uh, a little over a year ago. He said if LeBron does decide to leave the Lakers, uh, keep the Dallas Mavericks in your back pocket because – and he mentioned how LeBron just loves Luka. And this was before the Kyrie trade that this was being said. So, I mean, I, I think about that, and then I think about the Mavs making the move for Kyrie. Was there a handshake agreement uh, in place before the trade was made? You know, there's been reports that there was already a, a deal in place, and Kyrie Irving went on his Instagram and said he wasn't in any hurry to make his decision and all this other stuff. But, I mean, come on. He's not going to admit to that. And then the Mavs end up getting a stupid fine for, you know, negotiating before they're supposed to be able to. So he's not going to come on there and say, oh, yeah, we had a handshake agreement. <laughs> get, his, you know, get his team in trouble and him potentially in trouble. It's not going to happen. But it, it almost makes you wonder if that trade was made because there was risk involved. And if the Mavs were able to get a handshake deal agreement from Kyrie, and maybe if you know they knew that they had a chance to make something bigger happen at the, in the offseason by trading for him, 
you know, I, I could, I could see it. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, go down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole with that, but you know, I could see that being a, a possibility for the Mavs, you know, re-sign Kyrie, uh, find a way to sign LeBron who, you know, I, I know the, the Lakers don't want to see him go, but if, if he's requesting a trade, uh, I think that they would, you know, honor that given that he's won them a title and he's at the end of his career and they'd probably want to send him out the right way. So that's where I'm at. Uh, be sure to uh, respond to that. I'm going to post this pod on uh, Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else uh, before noon today. It'll be this morning. So respond to it. Uh, give me your take on this. Uh, if if Kyrie is just adamant on going to the Lakers, would you accept that package mentioned earlier with Beasley, Bamba, Vanderbilt, Hachimura, and pick number 17? Would you do it? Uh, and do you agree with me on the logic of the situation? Like it makes more sense. It would make, if you, if you had to pick between the two options, it would make more sense for LeBron to want to come to Dallas to play with Luca and Kyrie versus just playing with Kyrie on a stripped down Lakers roster, which is essentially what would have to happen. I mean, they could probably do it and still keep, uh, you know, Reeves, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I still feel like that doesn't even compare uh, to playing with Luca and Kyrie in Dallas, and then the the pieces they'd have around them there too. So, uh, guys, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Thursday. Uh, I will see y'all probably the first next week. I'm going to take off uh, Friday and the rest of the uh, the weekend, the long weekend uh, for Memorial Day. Hope y'all have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and, uh, say, uh, send some good vibes, uh, <laughs> my way tonight because my nephew who's in fourth grade, uh, Evan Webster, if you're hearing this shout out to you, uh, his little league baseball team is in the championship game tonight. Uh, they're 10 and six on the season. Uh, they had some rocky moments, but they got through it. They got to the championship and they're playing a team that's 13 and oh, so uh, good luck to them tonight. We'll see. We'll see how all that goes. I'll be wearing my Believe t-shirt for them. So, guys, appreciate it. Uh, be, be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, that gives you a chance to uh, win future giveaways as long as you go leave us a review there. That way we can go back and uh, throw your name into the hat when we do those giveaways. Uh, also be sure to subscribe on YouTube. I really appreciate it. I've been, uh, running those numbers up here lately. It's been nice to get back into the, uh, the YouTube space now that I actually have the, uh, the internet, uh, the bandwidth, the capacity to do so. So, uh, be sure to subscribe there and, uh, throw me some likes on those videos. It's much appreciated. Uh, guys, thanks very much. Y'all have a great weekend. We will see you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.